0: Good football fans. Welcome back to the fourth and i podcast alongside my good friends, Brady Bradley and Jeremy. My name is Josh and we appreciate you all tuning in. So the trade rumor mill is heating up. We have a star wide receiver that wants out and I don't know if he knew that he was live on undisputed, but Julio made some waves there. So let's get right into it. How do we feel about Julio just wanting out of atlanta and where do we think he's going to go so so we talked about this a little bit last
1: week on our episode um and our episode i think went out on monday and this is when he went on undisputed so maybe he should have just came onto our show yes and, and yeah. did this and cut out and
0: the, the middleman yes
1: yeah exactly um but i guess the question is what team uh, let's center this around of who do we think he's going to? And I'll answer it first. I, I think it's Tennessee. I think it's it's a perfect fit. Um, him and AJ Brown will be absolutely awesome together. That TikTok he made was so funny. Yeah, it was super <laughs> cool. Um, so so I'm gonna say Tennessee.
2: Can we talk about a little bit just about Shannon Sharp and and just the absolute. I mean, I don't even know what the word to use is. I just, it, it drives me nuts when, when you just throw that player out to dry like that. When you call him, yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's. I mean, I don't know if Julio knew he was live or not, but I mean, it sure as heck did not sound like he knew he was live. I
0: have a feeling he knew he was live. Maybe like did. that's just a ploy, like to get just to kind of force the Falcons' hand. Maybe I'm trying to think more to I because I can't. If you're Shannon Sharp, you know if that is something Julio doesn't know, you're not getting another player on your show. Like that has any sort of like cred, like it's going to be so much harder for you to be able to get people on your show. So for that reason, I got to give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe Julio is just trying to force the Falcons in.
2: first
1: of all, so go ahead, Bradley.
2: So here's what I'll say is that if, if Julio knew he was live, then it's on Julio, Julio should have went, Hey, I'm going right up to Atlanta saying, yep. I want to trade. I don't think going all over undisputed is is the way to go. And if he didn't know he was live, then Shannon Sharp, man, it's not Horrible. a good look for you. Horrible.
1: But anyways, he, he said about a month ago, or there's rumors going around that a month ago, he requested a trade out of Atlanta. So this isn't the first time the Falcons have heard that he wants out. And by the relationship that it sounded like Julio and Shannon Sharp had, it doesn't sound like he cared that he was on undisputed saying it live because it sounded like, he already told Atlanta that this was writing on the wall that I am, I want out. So sure. I don't see it's that big of a deal.
2: I, the, the team that I have them pegged for, I think would be a great fit would be San Francisco. Um, I think That'd San Francisco, I think they can afford to give up a, a second or a third or whatever the asking price is for Julio to get that wide receiver one. I think they're a, a big time wide receiver one away from, from making a lot of noise they have their gadget guys uh, in Debo and IU. I think he would be just an absolute stud in their offense.
0: What I don't understand is I'm seeing the betting favorite right now is the Patriots and I don't understand that for Pulio because he's probably in the you know latter half you know lap you know back nine of his career wanting to get a ring Why not go to a team like Tennessee that has those aspirations or San Francisco? I don't know why New England would make sense other than just being coached by Belichick but I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me.
3: At the end of the day, it's not totally his decision. Right. You know, so like Atlanta is going to make the best decision for them. I mean, I think at this point you would assume they'll try to keep his interests in mind. You know, when you've had a player like that for that long, but at, at the end of the day, like if they want a first round pick and only one team offers it, they're more than likely yeah. going to take the first right, out there. right. They're, 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 that, that
2: that bri- that bridge is already burned. Let's be honest. Like when you go onto a TV show and just be like, "Yeah, I'm out of there," like that's a really good. That, point. That's that's the match going to the bridge. That's they're getting as much as they can from whoever's going to give it to them. Absolutely. Going, My- going
1: back to Josh. Sorry, Jeremy. Going back to Josh's New England um, take. Randy Moss was 30-31 when he got traded to New England as well. So maybe Tom Brady was a the quarterback he could,
0: there, though as well
1: julio jones is an all-time talent
0: that's true that's true
3: i, I th- it's different, I think the I know pa- it's, different. I, it's different but i think the patriots get way more hate than they probably deserve i mean they went seven and nine last year they're getting a, depleted a lot of defenses. roster yeah. and cam did not have an offseason and he had COVID, and from what he said it affected him a lot more than i think people realize now i'm not i'm not saying that he's going to come back and be all world but I do think they probably are going to end up in a lot better situation than they were in at the end of last year. And they dropped they to a Mac Jones. McCorkle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they have a pretty easy schedule this year. I do believe
3: so. One of their, they're up there, I think in the top five of easiest.
1: Yeah. So I, yeah, no, I don't hate that spot. Jeremy, where do you think uh, Julio's going before we go into the draft talk?
3: I think realistic is probably Tennessee. I, I don't really know what to believe about all these different rumors because a week ago they were a long shot and now they're the most aggressive. So I I don't really know what to buy in or what to believe in. Obviously, you know what my dream scenario
2: is. (laughs) Well, he did list 19 teams he'd be willing to get traded to.
0: So (laughs) who knows Tough. I kind of want to wrap a bow. I know I'm just circling around to this, but the, the Patriots over under for win totals this next season is nine. Where over. would you go with that? Over. Over nine seven, and a half seventeen and a half. says nine. Say nine and a half. Uh just a flat nine. So you can push it if you want to. You can push it. Uh, like,
1: okay. Okay.
0: I'll go over. I'd uh, I go over. I go under. Uh, that's a real I'd probably go under. They're in a I tough division,
2: guys. It. They have Buffalo and Miami. Miami's a good team. They are.
1: But if Mac Jones is their quarterback, I'm smashing the
2: over. <laughs> Absolutely. You can, you can put the over. line. You can put the line at four, and I'm putting the under. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, hey! If we really want to put a bow on this, let's just. All I gotta say is, when Julio does get traded, I hope. I know I'm in a couple leagues with Josh, but I know I got a better chance of getting Kyle Pitts with Josh in my league.
0: Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah. We'll probably talk oh, about a lot when we start talking about fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah, you're he's, not wrong. He's going to get I, talked about a lot. I got It's going to be 3v1, I think.
0: I got some FOMO. I like, oh my word. I'm, we're, not getting you into, don't like Julio. we're not getting you don't into this right like, now. We're not like getting into this right now. We're not doing it. We're not okay. doing
1: it. Well, then let's get into our draft. So, this is our last episode of straight draft talk. We are talking about the West region. So, we're talking about the AFC and the NFC West. Um, Just a reminder of the five things that we're talking about. We're talking about a favorite pick. We're talking about the diamond in the rough pick. So your favorite day three pick, um, a fantasy player to watch. Who had the best draft in that division and who had the worst draft. So we're going to start with the AFC West. Um, Favorite pick, Bradley, who was your favorite pick in the AFC West?
2: You know, I'm going to go to Kansas City and I'm going to go with Creed Humphrey. Um, Talk about a that they had was offensive line. Um, Getting this guy in the third round, I think, was just an absolute home run pick for them. Um, So Creed Humphrey was the pick for me.
0: Yeah, for me, it's Rashawn Slater uh, for the, to the Chargers. I think that a lot of people, including us, had him going in the top 10, and the Chargers didn't need to trade up for them getting the offensive line two. That was the, fairly the consensus. So protecting your asset, your star quarterback uh, is essential. So getting an off- offensive lineman to his caliber is huge. Jeremy, who was your favorite pick?
3: I went with uh, Asante Samuel Jr. in the second round to the Chargers out of Florida State. Obviously, you guys know I like him a lot. Um, probably went in the right spot for him, so they didn't they didn't go. You know, he didn't go in the first round, which is probably uh, w- the way that it should have went. And uh, I think they get a really good playmaker on the outside in a hole that they needed to fill with Casey Hayward gone. I really like the move. I think that defense going to be really athletic and going to be filled full of playmakers um, for Staley coming over there. So that should be a fun defense to watch.
1: So I, I had three different ways of going to this. My first one was like, Oh, I want to go with Orlando Brown. Cause that was Kansas city's first round <laughs> pick. Technically um, I, I agree with Bradley that Creed Humphrey is a guy that can play right away. Another guy that they drafted, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, was Nick Bolton. This guy, I mean, he fits perfectly in Kansas City. He's going to be a tackling machine for him. Um, somebody that they really need. Um, you look at Denver's offense. Um, you look at what uh, Las Vegas likes to do. They like to run the football. Um, Nick Bolton comes in right away and, and stuffs the run a lot. So um, I, I'm going with Nick Bolton as the, for the Kansas City Chiefs
2: as my favorite pick. I Let's, do like Nick Bolton, and we'll, we'll probably talk about him a little bit later as well. Um, so now we're in Diamond in the Rough, and, and I'll go uh, over to uh, – uh, let me just pull up my sheet really quick. Uh, Denver Broncos, and I went with uh, the safety from uh, Indiana, Jamar Johnson, uh, their fifth-round pick. He's, he's super athletic, uh, super raw, and I think that uh, Vic Fangio is going to like this guy, and, and he has an opportunity to be a really good player for them. I think I had him as my third safety in the class.
0: Wow. I couldn't believe he went that late. I could not believe it. That is really, really, really good value, especially for your evaluation there. Uh, for that my, a lot. yeah, uh, for my diamond in the rough, I went Cornell Powell, uh, Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver. Uh, he was just a one-year starter, and kind of instead of grinding or uh, transferring away uh, from being behind awesome wide receivers at Clemson, uh, just kind of grinded through. It's a high risk, and he's later in the draft because it is just one year of production. Uh, but at that point in the draft. Uh, getting you out with that kind of college pedigree at such a prestigious uh, college football school uh, is worth the risk to get Mahomes another weapon there.
1: For my diamond in the rough pick. So I I went all the way to the seventh round. Um, Yeah. The Denver Broncos taking Kerry Vincent jr. Um, For me, this was a high upside player. Um, I don't think he's going to have impact in week one of this year, maybe not even week 18 of this year. I, so they drafted Patrick Surtain in the first round. He's going to start right away. Um, this is a guy that can probably come in and play special teams right away. Um, but, I mean, he played at LSU. He's fast. I mean, you can mold him into the type of cornerback that you want. Big Fangio, um, a defensive-minded head coach. I think maybe even next year you could see this guy starting alongside of Patrick Surtain. So um, Kerry Vincent Jr. in round seven was my diamond in the rough pick.
3: Well, I see we really like the Broncos because three of the four of us picked Broncos and we all had different players. Um, I had Seth Williams in the sixth round uh, wide receiver out of Auburn. I think his name, you know, was kind of hotter towards the beginning of the season and they didn't quite have the year that maybe they thought they would. Um, but I think he's, he's kind of a low risk, high reward type of guy. They got a lot of young receivers in that room already. And I think he's, he's somebody that could develop into something pretty special just with his traits uh so I really like that pick as kind of a flyer for them for some value there in this which,
1: which is a good transition to the fantasy player watch for me was Seth Williams. Um I could not believe he made it later in day three. Um I mean they have six. yeah they have Judy, they have um Cortland Sutton, uh so and they have who's the speedster that they drafted last year to KJ um, Hamler. KJ Hamler. So I mean this might be a guy that's the wide receiver four there, but I mean, this is a guy you can get in like the fourth round of your drafts. And let's say there is some sort of weird injury that happens. This guy can play right away. So if, if, if he gets the opportunity, I think this is a guy that can have some fantasy impact.
2: Fourth round of your rookie draft,
0: correct? That's what I was going to say. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs) He's up with the likes of the,
0: of the star quarterbacks. You're going to (laughs) be waiting between those guys. You're going to be picking between him and Pat Mahomes, but I think I'm going him. Yep. Him or Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts can go that high. Goodness gracious. <laughs> My fantasy player to watch is I'm just kind of went with softball here. Javante Williams, running back at a, uh, for Denver here. Uh, really uh, produced at North Carolina. Can I He's pause g- quick? Yes. So Josh said throwing a softball.
1: This, this just has our, we need to explain to our listeners that Josh isn't very good at softball. So I don't know if we should use that reference to Josh's Josh, Josh
2: softball team. <laughs> is not the greatest. I think you guys made it two innings last game before getting run-ruled.
3: Let's just say I, I subbed last week. Okay, I subbed for Josh's squad. I played, we played four total innings. I sat two, played two in the field, and I hit twice in two games. We were
1: we were done in 50
3: minutes.
0: <laughs>
1: Anyways, Josh. This is about, about out of Williams. left field. As
0: a, I'm absolutely defending my position here for two seconds. I have three at-bats. I got two hits. What else do you want from me? He's going Go, to the um, Hall of Fame, boy. Going to the Hall. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was really bad. Um, Javante Williams. Javante Williams, the softball pick. He may not be the number one straight out of the gate uh, for <clears throat> Denver in week one, but typically with uh, rookie running backs, it just takes them maybe half the year to gain that threshold into the offense, especially – if the running back one is not in a long-term deal or isn't also a young running back as well. So he's going to be someone that should be targeted very highly in drafts this next year and is going to be very valuable.
2: What do you guys think uh, the, the split's going to be with him and Melvin Gordon?
0: It's going to be
1: 60-40 for Melvin to start, I think.
0: That's what I was thinking. What do you think? That's a safe, a safe bet.
2: That hurts as a Javante Williams owner in a couple of leagues. Javante Williams or Ask me in like Travis week Etienne. nine. I don't like ETN you're, for what it's worth. I don't like one
1: like four, Javante Williams or Travis ETN.
0: This isn't a rookie draft again. I would probably go with Javante Williams. Travis ETN is probably going to have more share just because of the draft capital for James Robinson week one than Javante Williams would. Correct? Would you I mean, Javante that? Williams
3: yeah. was traded up for very early in the second round. Like, it's not like. Again, oh yeah. No, he, he, was he was picked 30. He was round, picked
0: 35. Like that's yeah. certainly not, you know, the draft capitals there, yeah. but I don't know. I guess it's what you want. I think Javante Williams maybe has the higher ceiling. Josh, I'm going
1: to need an answer. Which one, you, which Jonathan one is. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, Jeremy. Give me Javante. I was going to say Jeepers. You had the last person to pick. You should add your answer. I'm going Javante as well. Um, do we have any more fantasy players that we need to go through?
2: Yes, we do. Uh, I, went to, uh, I went to the West Coast uh, with the <laughs> LA. All, all, all of the these way. are on the West Coast. <laughs> <All the way. laughs> no, 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 no. No, no the, the West of the West Coast. Give you all a map. Denver is not on the West Coast. What is in the West? Las division? Vegas is not on the West Coast. Kansas <laughs> City is not on the West Coast. The Chargers are on the West Coast. Get yourself a map. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go with Josh Palmer, wide Palmer. receiver out of Tennessee. I think he has an opportunity to to sneak into that wide receiver two position. Uh they're they're hungry for a, a solid wide receiver two. And I think uh he has the opportunity. They lost Hunter Henry. Um, so there's there's opportunities for targets to be made with Josh Palmer.
1: They used the like a third round pick actually. on him. They used a the third round pick on him. So a good uh,
2: player.
3: Yeah. I like that a lot. Mm. I mean, Mike Williams hasn't been able to stay healthy, you yeah. know, like so
1: and he might be I, on the outs too.
3: Yeah, definitely. I I had Javante Williams. Um it's more of a longer play. I don't think, you know, as we've we've already mentioned, I don't think he's going to come in right away and be this big burst um of fancy production, but again, they traded up for him. They're obviously going to use him in some capacity and, you know, maybe they use him as a pass catching back. Not sure. But we'll see.
1: Winner of the draft. I'm wondering if this is consensus
2: Denver. It's not. It is not.
1: <clears throat> I, I, I want to
2: pick Denver. <laughs> I had Denver. Okay, thank you. Um <laughs> I went with Kansas City and I'm gonna just kind of steal what Brady had before because that's why I wrote down Kansas City. Uh, I used Orlando Brown as their first round pick. Um, needs that they had was offensive line and they got Orlando Brown and then they got Creed Humphrey and Brady already talked about Nick Bolden I think Nick Bolden's a plug-and-play kind of guy Um, so I think with those three players I mean how can you not feel really good about um, what you did in the draft and the thing is is when you make the Super Bowl you're loaded with talents you only need to hit on a certain amount of these picks that's true Um, so I, I really like what Kansas City did
1: it was between those two for me Josh I hope you had Kansas City as well
0: la i did not i had the chargers uh i love Aww. i love their their values in rounds one and two two gigantic positions of need for them and then just kind of filled out more depth pieces for the rest of their draft they had uh, a decent amount of capital here but we haven't talked to, have we talked about the raiders draft at all i would, I would really We're about like to okay i just just wanted to about touch to. on that uh, but yeah i just really think that they had a good value play for you know a lot of the prime positions there and I like I think Becker was saying in the pre-draft process that Samuel he wouldn't you wouldn't have been upset with them the Packers getting them in the first correct or him in the first no I wouldn't have yeah so I I think that's a pretty good value there as well and I just like what they got going on there in Los Angeles so I want the Chargers
1: we better have a consensus here about do the Las Vegas Chargers <laughs> being a
3: Brady, did you, want to, did you want to touch on the Broncos at
1: all? We touched on them a lot. Well, we had three <laughs> of our favorite day three that picks from them. They good drafted the best corner in the draft. And, oh, yeah, we didn't talk about Quinn Miners that so they drafted in round three either. Great pick. Aaron Browning Great was a lot, of, a lot of people's uh, linebacker, like one or two. Like, I, I thought they had an awesome draft. They did a good job.
2: Before Aaron Browning – Aaron Browning was not a lot of people's one and two. I was going to say,
1: show me Sorry. a board that head. <laughs> Sorry, <three>. The draft <laughs> outside, outside of the, the draft network loved him, but I, I'm saying.
2: Draft uh, network had him like, number he, one. He, he's a very good player. I will say that, but he's not a lot of people's consensus. Uh, I don't think too.
1: they had him over Micah Parsons.
2: Yeah, Did that's they? what i I think yeah. he was
1: three. I think he was three there. So Oh, you're, you're right.
3: You're right. My fault. My fault.
1: Gosh, I would love to hear who was you're the not, worst. Not if not you say like
0: Denver, so quit asking, sign why out. Why did you not oh, draft no. your quarterback in the first round? He fell in your lap? You do not have your quarterback position figured out at all. We love Teddy. We absolutely love Teddy here in Minnesota. But Some, what, are what are you doing? What are you doing? Ha- okay, great. You got an awesome quarterback. Like, that is a good pick. He's a good player. But if you have Justin Fields, fall into your lap at nine. You don't have to trade up for him. You have an opportunity to have him, even just compete against Teddy Bridgewater in camp. Compete against Drew Lock in camp. See what you have.
2: Here, that, here's what. Here's what I'll say. You are correct. However, he's not. However, I'm, however, not selecting one player does not constitute you as having the worst. I think the worst think draft in this that class. one
0: decision, because it's a quarterback and that in that position, that it just absolutely fell into your lap. It just put a sour taste in my mouth, and I just did not care for it. Okay, so you're going
1: to tell me that team had a worse draft than <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders who drafted Alex Leatherwood at pick 17. Alex Leatherwood, the guy they Just, might have they been got, able to but get they got in second round. Okay, then they went and got Trayvon Merrick, who had some injury that nobody knew about that is now coming out. I still love the player you flip those around, then we're talking about, okay, it's not that bad of a draft, but then look at the rest of their draft. It's like, who, who did you draft? Like, come on. I don't know any of these
3: guys. I know.
0: <laughs> I'll say, <laughs> I I will say, to be fair, I'm just like focusing on one decision and that's probably not fair to the Broncos. I just like, I think of them as in a in a fairly similar position to the Washington football team where they have a really good squad and they just haven't need to figure out that quarterback position to be kind of, a fully fledged force to go to the Super Bowl. So,
2: were you were you on the Washington Football Team for not trading up for Justin Fields?
0: I don't recall you. I being... mean, could be, could be. It's just I mean, that maybe they like the maybe Broncos they didn't just have didn't Fields who rated that high. Maybe the Broncos Fields rated happen. that high. I guess not, but uh, they
1: clearly didn't. I no, mean are you're, right. you're, right. you're right. T- here's what I'm saying: with Denver's roster right now, if Teddy Bridgewater is their quarterback, I
0: think they can go. T- 11 and 6, 12 and 5. Right. So they're not going to be this high to draft a quarterback again because they have a good enough roster and that would be the final piece. 12 and 5 is enough to be competing for a Super Bowl.
1: Yes. I think their defense is. Let's not forget, they just signed Kyle Fuller too, who was cut yeah, from the Bears. Their, their corners look real good. They got Justin Simmons in the back. They got Bradley Chubb and uh, Von Miller. Von, Von Miller. Miller. Um, <laughs> I'm blank. I got to pull up their depth chart.
2: They have a very they have a very good roster. Coached like, by a
3: very top, good defensive coach.
2: Court and Cortland Sutton's coming back. So like yes. they're they're getting healthy. Correct. Noel Fant is a very good tight end. Correct. Like their offensive Correct. line, I would say, is above average.
0: Sounds a great I, weapons. I, great projection. Yes. And if
3: they want to play the, the uh ball like the clock game, you got the running back room
0: to do it. <clears throat> like all these are arguments for why I think that they're good enough everywhere else that why not just take a swing on a really high ceiling quarterback is my thing that fell into your lap that you don't need to trade up for. That's my thing. I I, like I, I, said, I don't totally like I, disagree with you. Like, like I Bradley. said,
2: yeah, I, I I totally understand what you're saying, but that does not warrant them to to get the worst draft. In the, in you're the
0: right. I just wanted to air. I just wanted to voice that. <laughs> that to follow up. Um, I didn't care for it.
1: The worst draft in the AFC West was the Las Vegas Raiders, so quit asking. It's not <laughs> even close.
0: It's really not.
2: <laughs> it's not, I, would, not I, bad. Say, I didn't think it was. I was like, when we were going, talking about best, I was like, there's three candidates for the best and there's one <laughs> for the worst. And then Josh, boom, just throws the hammer down. I, hey.
1: I thought we were totally safe. We better be safe. Never for the safe. Never safe with me. Oof. Okay. Well, let's take a break. We're going to talk about the NFC West division after our break.
3: Hi guys. This is Jeremy Becker from the fourth and a mile podcast. Just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and remind you to follow us on Twitter at fourth and a mile pod. That's fourth and a mile pod. Thanks guys. And now back to the sports.
1: Welcome back into the fourth and a mile podcast. Let's talk NFC West. We're going right into our favorite pick. I'll start with mine. Our My favorite pick for the NFC West, pretty simple, Trey Lance. And I think the reason that I have this one is because there was just so much smoke about, is it Mac Jones? Is it someone else? Um, I think Trey Lance is going to be awesome in San Francisco. I don't know if he plays right away. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play at least the first half of the season. Unless he gets hurt or unless he doesn't perform up to standard, I think Trey Lance won't play. Um, but when he does get that opportunity in Kyle Shanahan's offense, I think he's going to be awesome.
3: Yeah, I, I had the same thing. It, it was pretty straightforward, I felt like, for this, just because they didn't mess around. They took the right pick, in my opinion, and I think we're all, you know, on agreement there. Wow.
0: Yay! <laughs> It happened. Wow.
1: Okay. Anyways, so do we, can we be in agreement or in agreement that uh, the NFC West is the worst, was the worst division? Yes. Yeah,
3: like? I would agree. hundred percent.
1: So it, it was kind of tough for me to determine who my favorite pick was in this division. Cause I, I, I thought there wasn't very many good ones.
3: I thought picking every single one of these superlatives was the hardest of any other division. Yes. Right yep. Yes.
2: Yep. I agree with that as well. Josh, who was your favorite pick?
0: gotta be Trey Lance too. I just think it seems so much better just because it could have gotten in our opinion catastrophic with McCorkle. And so the fact that it wasn't, it just feels so much better that it's not Mac Jones. So yeah, I had tra- Trey Lance as well.
2: So this is our last division that we uh, are doing. And this is the first time we had a clean sweep on uh, one of our superlatives. I also That's had Trey true. Lance. And, and one thing I'll talk about that you guys haven't talked about is that he's he's just a phenomenal kid too. Like anybody that you talk to, like, uh, I have cousins who called his game in high school, and I and I follow them on Twitter, and they just they rave about how good of a kid he is, how well he was raised, and all that stuff. So, like, talk about somebody that you want leading your franchise. I mean, Trey Lance is that guy. So, I think it's just a phenomenal pick. Dude just turned twenty one. Like, but- yeah, it's. A, I mean, I just think it's a great pick.
1: Is he in in Superflex? So I'm switching to fantasy. Sorry, Superflex startup draft or not startup drafts? Superflex rookie draft. Is he the one hundred and two for you guys?
0: He's certainly in that conversation. Oh, right. do I know that he really I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> yes. For sure. He's in the Brady's conference. attitude is just no, horrible.
3: No, me. he should be 103. Pick the wrong pick, Brady. Yeah,
0: Ooh. I know. Because
1: I had 102 in our rookie draft and I picked Trey Lance and Jeremy was
0: 103 and was not I'd happy about probably it. probably pick Lance.
3: I think, I think that's. Mm,
0: at this point in time, with the information that we have, I think it's the right. Move. Yeah, it
2: depends. It depends. It, it depends on it your roster. Sort of, yeah, Najee Harris would be the only other person I would pick. Wow, what? Whoa. And a super flex.
0: What? No, 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 Dude, no. Time out. Time out. Look at that smirk Bradley's got going on <laughs> right now. No, I get it,
1: Bradley. No, I, I get don't it. get it at all. If, if your roster, it, it depends on how your quarterbacks are. So if you have quarterbacks that can. Get the job done right now. I would take Trey Lance. If you need some way, then he's a play right now. It's Justin Fields.
0: But either way, it's probably going to be a quarterback.
2: Yeah. Let me tell. Let me tell you what. Najee Harris is in line for like 250 carries this next year.
0: That's just a lot. He he is, <laughs> is he so is in li- he is in line for Derrick Henry workload. I get it. He's not Derrick Henry though, so quit asking. I couldn't he, pull the you're right. He, on he, it, he, but, he he can catch. Ooh. But I understand the thought. We are, you can tell how excited we are to talk fantasy. <laughs> it yes, we,
3: just
1: keeps on weaving we our way it. in. Yep. <laughs> okay. Diamond in the rough pick. Since we all went Trey Lance, are we going to clean sweep here? I doubt it. I doubt it, but I Josh, doubt it
0: heavily. Diamond in the rough. I got Ernest Brown, uh, defensive end out of Northwestern. So he was going against the first round talent in Slater in practice all the time. So that can provide you with a little bit of a leg up when you get into the league. Um, and he's not going to be asked to do a lot uh, in um, uh, the Rams uh, because of all that defensive line uh, talent there. So just in training camp, working on your niche of just, you know, getting into getting to the pass or not work on stopping the run or anything like that. And I think he's going to have a great fit there. Brother, who's Dude.
2: your favorite diamond in the rough pick? Guys, I might give you a name, and this guy was picked is... in the seventh round. His name's Chris Garrett, and he oh. was by, he was he was picked by the Los Angeles Rams uh he went to none other than concordia St Paul university hey, hey. that. yeah. division right. two I, I watched this guy play live. This guy's a really good football player, you guys. He's big, he's fast. He had 15 forced fumbles in the last two seasons or three seasons, 30 and a half sacks in the last two seasons. Like, he can get it hey, after Josh, the quarterback. He's an outside linebacker, is what his position is, but he can get it after the quarterback and he's good athlete. That's sweet,
3: yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Good. I was good watching, find. see if he got picked. No, that's big time. I had uh, I was actually at the Rams as well. Um, I went with Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown was a guy that I, I liked in the mid to late rounds. Um, somebody that I had been keeping an eye on for the Packers because they needed some in interior defensive line help, um, some depth there. But I think the Rams got a good pick there. Um, they needed some more depth pieces, and they didn't have a ton of picks, you know. so they they had to try to find some value in some places, and I think they got a solid one there.
0: Brady, may we making it a clean sweep with the Rams?
3: Heck no. Uh,
0: so I had, I was three,
3: surprised th- to see more. Of I
1: I had three corners down from three different teams. Um, and I've talked a lot about Tay Gowen, So I'm not going to talk about him. Uh, I'm going to go with Trey Brown. And for me, it just, I'm looking at the track record of what Seattle does with their late round corners. And they just somehow are always on the field and they, they play pretty well. So, um, Trey Brown corner from Oklahoma. Um, I think we could see him right away this year and, and see him actually have some sort of impact for their team.
2: So, um let's go with Trey Brown there yeah and it's not their it's not their typical big bodied corner either it's kind of more True. of a speedster la, kind of kind of went off the grain what uh, Pete Carroll normally does
1: for sure let's let's talk fantasy um a fantasy player to watch I'm going to stay with the same team surprisingly um I'm going Dwayne Eskridge I I don't know how you guys feel about Dwayne Eskridge um I, I guess I didn't really love the prospect coming out but I love the fit uh, See. So you talk about a team that always plays in 11 personnel. They're always going to have three receivers out on the field. That's Seattle. And their, their third wide receiver last year, the name is drawing a blank, but he's not there anymore. So, so Dwayne Eskridge feels right into talking that talking about spot. David Moore? Talking about David Moore. He's not there anymore. Um, so he's not going to be a wide receiver one, but he's a second-round pick, so he's going to have some sort of impact for <laughs> them. Um, so Dwayne Eskridge is my fantasy player.
0: Yeah, I also went with a receiver as well. I went Rondell Moore uh, in Arizona. Uh, it's kind of, it seems like rookie receivers are getting more and more integrated into offenses, and the training wheels are getting taken off sooner and sooner right now. And I think this class is going to be no no exception. Uh, having Kyler throwing the ball too is only going to help his case. I think he really he really does have a good shot of getting that wide receiver two role. Um, I know there has been talk of even Julio. Being in that position, but I I really like Rondale Moore in Arizona uh, for fantasy and obviously for uh, regular football as well. One over Kirk. two over Kirk wow. and AJ Green, nice. AJ I, Green is I don't think it's that bold. It's of
2: it, it's not that bold of a take, and and I really like Rondale Moore. That's who I had for my my fantasy uh, players. So well, I don't necessarily like the player as much as I like the fit. Yep. Um, I think I think Clingsbury. Klingsbury. <laughs> <laughs> oh woof. It's been a weekend. The Cardinals offensive scheme uh is <laughs> gonna really get Rondell Moore the ball a lot. And I and I like him as I don't know if I'd let's say his wide receiver too, but just the way that they can get him the ball is gonna be very effective for him.
1: Okay, so let's let's talk about a rookie, uh a 12-team rookie draft, PPR league. Is he worth a one twelve pick?
0: Yes, in a non super flex, I don't non-super have an flex. issue with that. Yeah, so not like I don't have an issue with that. Jeremy,
3: I think that's about where he should go. Right in that range. I I don't know. Should he be picked over like he Elijah should be Moore, picked? He should Elijah not be Moore. Elijah Moore.
2: Rondo Moore for me. I understand but why I like the situation. Because so much of more,
3: I, I get I get why because of Clingsbury. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just and just how they'll use him, because if you look at his last year at Purdue I mean his targets were like almost on average behind the line of scrimmage I mean that that that's how they were using him and I'd see Arizona being able to manufacture some of those type touches for him and him being able to you know take one to the house along with like that but I think Elijah Moore could end it with more value they're like, more uh, – sorry, not more value. But I guess more value, but more volume.
1: I don't know how I feel about that. I, I'm a big Elijah Moore guy, but I'm with Bradley and Josh. But the fit is just unbelievable for us. Yeah, I like, get that.
0: It's, it's just crazy. I was really surprised at the visceral reaction I got from you and Becker about <clears throat> thinking he could be the wide receiver two there. I, I don't see it. Hmm. All right. How old is I, AJ Green now? When was the last time he's been relevant? I just see him like, like Christian Kirk is relevant last year.
1: Christian yeah. Kirk was a relevant receiver yeah, because he was year. the
0: wide receiver too. Not because it was Christian Kirk. Just but you're, not gonna, you're not going to,
1: you're not going to see Rondale Moore running straight down the field and catching deep balls. You're just yeah, not going to exactly. see that from him. He's yeah. five. What was he? Five, seven. You
0: know five, seven. Yeah. Hey, it's got <laughs> a big heart though.
1: that has got a big heart. He hating the player. Like I, I told you if he's healthy, he's a top six receiver Oh, and he's a
3: he's a difference maker in their offense, like he does a lot, but sometimes some of those players like they do a lot for you from a real life football perspective, but not
1: always as show much. up
0: in the stat sheet. Yeah, yeah. I feel that.
1: Who's got the best draft in this for the NFC West?
2: I I'll I'll start and I just put no one. I honestly <laughs> I, I honestly like when you said that can we agree that this was the the worst one and i was like thank you like i i really like i clicked every team and i was looking through them and i'm like yeah i mean that, that's not a bad pick but do you really wow me there wasn't like this best in the class like that blew everybody out of the water in my opinion
3: no i i don't think so either but if you're you're forced to pick one it's arizona for me i mean i think they probably reached a little bit and i love zayvon collins but they probably reached a little bit there but they get a good football player um they get Rondo moore a good piece we just talked about them um they find a little bit of value you know in the later rounds i like the wiggins pick in the seventh round um but again they didn't have a ton of capital but it's we just talked about this it's there just really wasn't this clear-cut winner so it's hard to kind of choose from
0: josh i the same reason as the prior division and just i kind of based it around the quarterback position i went with the 49ers i think they just made the right decision there they lost a lot in their running back room and they did they had to, but they uh, they made some selections in the third and sixth round to replace the you know running backs that they lost. And so for those reasons, I picked the 49ers.
1: I also the 49ers. I I don't like I don't mind their second round pick either. I think Aaron, Aaron Banks. Banks yeah, yeah, no, the I mean, Notre Dame offense alignment is no nothing to be uh, ashamed of. Um, and then I also like their uh, fifth round pick, the corner out of Oregon, um, Lenore. From what I've been hearing, he's been kind of blowing up there in uh rookie OTAs and actually in OTAs that he might actually play this year, um, like start for them because right now Richard Sherman's not on contract. He's currently a free agent corner. So that's uh, so wild. Yeah. So I mean, he he could play right <laughs> away this year. So um I went Sam Fran. So um let's <laughs> not, <we're, laughs> let's see who's next. <laughs> we were talking on break break and Bradley goes. I'm kind of nervous to see who you picked for uh, worse in the draft. So Bradley, who was your worst in the draft?
2: I can tell you what, I probably, I'm probably the unicorn here and I'm fine with that. And I'll justify my reasoning for it. It has nothing to do with the players that they picked, um, but I want the Arizona Cardinals uh, as my, is my least favorite, or in my opinion, the worst, and it has everything to do with their first two picks and it has nothing to do with the players. So here's what I mean. Zavin Collins. They've had a son Reddick who have they have failed to use the correct way for for multiple years. Then they draft Isaiah Simmons, this hybrid player that doesn't see the field until week twelve, week thirteen isn't relevant at all. This freak athlete that's supposed to be in there making plays, but they don't know how to play him. So now they go and pr- pick this hybrid Zaven Collins. So what are they going to do? They're going to ask to do Zavin Collins something that he's not comfortable doing, and he's not going to thrive. i I'm seriously worried about that. Rondale moore it's not a guy that can just naturally play the wide receiver position you're gonna to have to be creative to get Rondale more the ball and it's it's not that they can't do it it's that i'm worried about them doing it and that is why i picked uh the arizona cardinals uh, as my worst or least favorite draft class
1: i honestly like, i don't hate that reasoning <laughs> like you make great points about saving collins like last year you just drafted isaiah simmons and it's like okay this this is the best defense play in the draft outside of chase young like wh- why are you not why is he not playing? Like type thing. Um, I think Zayvon Collins has different skill set than Isaiah Simmons, but like your your point is is relevant there. Um so does anyone else have Arizona?
3: I had him as my Oh, yeah. so, you're
2: allowed to double up if you'd like to
3: man, i had i had to felt like i had to pick somebody so. they got yeah. the
0: highest ceiling and the lowest floor
3: but i i again i i think you you backed up what you're saying in the right way because it was it was similar to i tried to take some of that out and just looked solely at the players just because i thought this was kind of a scrap heap you know for the draft obviously you know 49ers getting their quarterback that's the shining shining moment but i had the seahawks as my my worst
0: uh same <laughs>
3: so
1: if you take out that seattle only had three picks i, I actually like the three picks they had
3: that's why i had it as my worst they just they were strapped who,
1: who mine was you had the, it's rams, gotta be the rams it was, it was rams. a horrible draft they had one of the five worst drafts this year really oh yes i thought it was horrible Tutu Atwell in the second round, that's when you drafted in uh, the second round or last year, you drafted three wide receivers when you have Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and then the guy you just drafted last year in the second round.
2: Van Jefferson.
1: Van Jefferson. Like, what are you doing? You drafted a running back early last year. So dra- I mean, it's a seventh round pick, so I don't know why I'm freaking out about it. But they, uh, that just bugs me. Yeah, but <laughs> they got Chris Garrett. Diamond right. in the rough. Yeah, true. Bobby Brown. Okay. You got me. You got me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's a good pick. But I, I hated the Rams draft.
0: So, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. It's just at least they have like opportunities to bite the apple, whereas in Seattle you just you're barely even picking it up. Like there's just three at picks. At least Seattle
1: just, absolutely tasted the apple.
0: <laughs> just out of curiosity,
2: what kind of apple are we talking about?
1: Um. How about Honey a
2: Chris. gotta be Honeycrisp?
0: Oh, Honeycrisp for sure. Honeycrisp is the okay. Best apple.
2: Sounds good. You had that in your mind the whole time.
0: I actually did. I was just thinking, <laughs> "Holy cow! Why am I blanking?" Give me, you me on a, a Granny Smith. Smith no, Everybody. I was oh, what?
2: That's Decker. a bad take.
1: Bad take, Granny Smith. That's a horrible take.
0: Great. Okay. Let's. I don't up. know if I've had a Granny Smith apple before. Love I th- Granny so I Smith. I it? A-
2: I think it's been since like third grade for me. I, probably, <laughs> I still have like the sour taste in my mouth. Like it's yeah. just, she's got this zing to it.
1: <laughs> okay. It. Well, our one's got to go. It's not about apples.
0: Throw uh, the apples yeah. up there. <laughs> Randy Smith got to go. Granny, get Brandy out Smith of here. Sure ask ask
1: <laughs> we're talking about running back rooms in the Western region. So we're talking about the Rams running back room, we're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs running back room denver's running back room and the raiders running back room so which one's got to go
0: i just want to clarify is this the west coast or the west region <laughs> west
2: region because they're not all on the west
0: coast Okay, i just wanted to clarify thank you
2: <laughs>
1: so josh which one's got to go then
0: <sighs> stuff i uh, listen this is going to hurt me i don't Do not say vegas i don't like saying it out loud I'm going Vegas. Well, I, am.
1: What the hell I don't think
0: it's, it's fine. Let's see what AD and in LV just gone like that. AD and LV, you know what? Being a second, <laughs> being a backup, uh, two years, what? 12 million or something. Horrible use of assets. And I don't know. I just don't think he's so, going to play so a whole for, lot. So for what it's worth,
2: they were the one team that was for sure safe for me. Um, Denver was number two for me. That was safe. Uh, I'm getting rid of Kansas City. Um, I'm not. It's not that I don't believe in Clyde that much. It's just that with their offense, I just think you can honestly, you can place just about anybody in a running back. I mean, Damian Williams almost was the Super Bowl MVP when he was healthy. So uh, I went with Kansas City.
1: I don't think Damian Williams. Arguably there, should have see. been.
2: No, he's yeah. not there now. But what I'm saying is you oh, can do it okay, with someone okay, else. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. I made it there. Jeremy, which one's got to go?
2: I had
3: Kansas City as well. It hurt me because I love Clyde, but I we're we're talking rooms, and I think you know I'd rather have a one-two punch of Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson than Clyde and whoever your guy is.
1: And I like Cam Akers better than Clyde. So my my one's got to go is is Kansas City. I can't believe Josh said Vegas.
2: Do you guys understand <laughs> that the best the best running back in this in this list is josh jacobs <laughs> and that the second best running back or the best backup running back is probably <laughs> Kenyon drake <laughs> like like am i wrong for saying that no
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so okay. so let's Don't just go through the list ya, folks. Who's, who's, the running back twos Daryl Henderson, who are you taking? Daryl Henderson. I don't even know
0: who Kansas <laughs> City is, so it's Are we doing this it's, just to drag me? Is that what we're doing? It's Daryl right Williams
2: now? or Jerick. Jericho on the team too. Oh, Jerick McKinnon. That's good. That's a horse of different color. Um, Denver, whoever their RB two is, Javante Williams probably, or or Kenyon Drake.
1: I'll take Kenyon Drake because I know I've seen him play in the NFL. But otherwise, I'd probably take Javante. Yeah.
3: yeah, that one's closer. But Josh Jacobs is. Clearly I mean, better
1: than nine Colter, day
0: better, yeah. than Melvin Gordon.
3: <laughs> I just
1: hate it. Gosh, like honestly what hap, what
0: happened. I'm here for the laughs. That's what I'm here for, obviously. <laughs> Josh um, got
3: Josh got burned by KD. Didn't I get what burned. he thought he was no, going to get. And...
0: Like, I really just didn't. It was two two years, six, 12 million, I think, right? Can yeah, but we're just talking keep about dying the best on that, rooms. that hill.
2: And is that a good
0: contract? I'm not to be fair didn't answer i didn't answer the question that was asked but okay it was two years 11 million is that a good use of resources
2: you are yes. you are slowly and falling down in football in the
0: games ball. it's fine it's fine i'm fine Kyle,
2: Kyle pitts is also we've established, established at the, at that the worst we've established that the worst gm out of these four teams is the las vegas raiders however that was not the, the what was
0: laid out there i just want to Pretty proud of Cal again.
1: <laughs> I got to keep going. Now, I, might, well, I might have said wide receiver and it should have said tight end, but he can play wide receiver too. He'd still be a wide receiver one.
3: Rob Gronkowski, tight end
0: five. <laughs> you just boy, <laughs> strong. butchered that, that last name. <laughs> butchered.
1: Go deep and we'll see <laughs> Sorry, you. Sorry, oh,
0: Gronk. Well, that wraps up this episode of Fourth Amount Thank you guys so much for joining us. And go deep and we'll see you.